Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, football fans, and welcome to a Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 479. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're going to talk some football tonight, and hey, why not? That's what else we got to do. It's a bit of a scratch. Charles had some issues putting the uh, agenda together, but him and Will, they, they like scraped the bottom of the barrel. They got some stuff in here. I uh, don't know how long it's going to last. We'll, we'll, we'll make up a bunch of shit and have some good conversations, because that's what we do best. I mean, we're, we're so far off the script last week. Like, who knows? Who cares? I mean, as long as we're talking football, having fun, and enjoying ourselves, you guys might as well just listen around because, you know, what the hell? Yeah, and the one thing that you need to know is that our conversations are not drug or alcohol-induced, okay? This is just our natural stupidity. I mean, our, our, our natural uh, excitement. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to talk some football tonight. CFL is kind of interesting. We've got some... Uh, I'm not going to say monumental news that's happening right now. It's just, it, it's blah, like what else? But uh, it, it, it's, it's good news for uh, hardcore CFL fans, and that's a good thing. And we're going we're gonna to rock with it. Uh, we got quarterback-receiver combos to watch in the upcoming season, USFL, Twitter 6, 613, what the hell is that? I don't know, post. We'll, we'll take a look at that one. Uh, Danny Austin, EBCOM, OBCOM. Ibrahim, he's running what? Uh, Going to be premier of uh, of uh, on, uh, Manitoba? Wow, maybe we'll see. I doubt that. Uh, anyhow, and Dave Naylor's got some good football news. Good three down football news, or at least uh, he's pretending he has. But we're going to have to believe him on that one because we 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 can't uh, in. I can't comprehend the alternative in what we're talking about there. Anyhow. Uh, what's going on in the world? Uh, I'm not going to start talking about politics. We're going to stay away from this Ukraine-Russian conflict because nobody knows what the fuck's going on over there. And uh, well, actually, some of us do, and others believe they do. And but we're not going to go there. Um, what else is happening? Uh, BC has dropped their mandates on uh, on uh, masks and uh, uh, public gatherings and private gatherings and stuff like that. And they're going to drop the vaccine passport. Or they say they're going to have news about dropping the passport on April 8th. Uh, I hope they just do it because otherwise somebody's going to get assassinated. Uh, Ontario's literally doing the same thing uh, right across the board. I don't know when that Trudeau's going to wake up and uh, drop the mandates for international travel and everything else. They kind of they, they relax it a little bit, but not still you can't do it if you're back, uh, unvaccinated. You, you're just... You don't have to do the, the test if you're, you are vaccinated. You're ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, after six weeks, they had a prediction of how many people would be dead in Canada. We, did, we, we didn't even come close to that, like 10% of it. There was no pandemic. It was over before it started. And uh, why are we still playing with it two and a half, two, two and a half years later? No, not quite two and a half because it was March 14th, my birthday. And that was only two weeks ago. Anyhow, um, yeah, so that's old news now. We're not even going to talk about the pandemic anymore. Um, I'm still cleaning up after a flood in November. Jeez, uh, what else is going on in the world? I really haven't been paying attention. I've been working too much and uh, going to bed early and uh, 
Watched Yellowstone, watched 1883, two great shows. Looking for another series. If anybody out there has got a good series to watch, uh, hit me up on, uh, on Facebook. Hey, by the way, this is great news. I'm out of Facebook jail. That's right, 30 days. I couldn't say a goddamn thing on Facebook. So I'm out of Facebook jail as of last night, 11 o'clock. Um, yeah, so I, I couldn't say happy. Uh, thank you for all the happy birthday wishes, uh, uh, which, you know, hey, I'm sorry if I you felt snubbed or ignored or anything else, but it was because Facebook was being a dick. It wouldn't let us talk on it, wouldn't let me talk on it. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. I'm out of Facebook jail. don't know for how long. I understand the next one's 90 days. I hope not because that 90 days, somebody really needs to create an alternative to Facebook because Facebook sucks, absolutely fucking sucks. Um, And and my daughter says Facebook's just for old people. And maybe she's right. I don't know, because they're on, like, Instagram and TikTok and and all sorts of other stupid shit. I kind of look at TikTok. I don't know why all these girls come up with big boobs, Um, but they do. And and I'm not complaining or arguing. And and, I'm told that it's whatever you search. But I don't believe I ever searched for anything. They just came up with all these tits. Um, But, you know, it's okay. I just kind of watch TikTok and watch them bounce around, and uh, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm sure there's other things. If I start searching for things, that might change. The algorithm might change it. But then that's why I guess that's why I'm not searching for anything else. Uh, yeah. Mm. Trucker convoys over. I didn't hear, actually hear what happened to the trucker convoy in, down in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's kind of petered out. I don't know whether or not Biden. Biden, is he alive? Like, it's kind of like a Neil Young thing, right? People down uh, below 30 say, who is who's Neil Young and people between 30 and 60 goes, is Neil Young still alive? And then uh, people above 60 go, what the fuck is Spotify? Um, Yeah. So anyhow, um, that was a terrible joke and we're not going to go there. So I'm going to open up the mics and we can talk to everybody and see what's happening. They're going to tell me that my mic's been cutting in and out doing all sorts of bad things. And you guys haven't heard a fucking thing I've said, but Hey, there we go. Charles, welcome to the show. How you doing? Actually, your mic has been crystal clear. The entire time. Wow. Wow, good. No well, cutouts whatsoever. What? You heard my rambling. Yes, the whole thing. Good, good, good. good. All right. I'm kind of okay. with you right Anything now with uh, Facebook because I'm – Well, I'm kind of with you right now with Facebook because uh, that's – I was, put my phone number in at the last minute because Facebook was being a pain in the butt and – with my password and stuff like that, and then it said I was locked out, and then I had to re-log back in and blah, 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 and I couldn't send any messages on Messenger, so finally I got it all sorted out, but it took a while. Stupid uh, Somebody has to create an alternative platform that is not edited, monitored, and by a bunch of fucking Nazis, right? I mean, don't don't be putting something on my thing that's not partially true so if it's partially true or it's partially false that means it's mostly true so shut the fuck up and leave me alone right and how 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 can you censor somebody that's standing on a platform that's not allowed i don't know I, it's not fair and i really I didn't say that much Facebook bad. alternative out there well trump isn't there, there, there one called gab isn't there one called gab or something like that or and parlor, but they got shut down. They got shut down, and then Donald Trump was bringing one out called social social trust or something like that. And uh, I think it was called Trump Apple social or something it. like that. I don't know. 
Apple blocked it. They wouldn't let it on the on the on the app site, and that's the only way that you can load apps onto your Apple components unless you jailbreak your phone or, or tablet. Mm-hmm. So they they're trying to like work on. They've got a monopoly, and they're cheating. And who 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 would who's surprised by it? It's called True Social. That's the one, yeah. But it, it's more an alternative to Twitter than it is an alternative to Facebook. I guess that's true. Yeah, I think from, you're right about that. From because Trump really likes Twitter, but he keeps getting kicked yeah. off and banned from. So, yeah, he started a new one, which is uh, called True Social. It launched on February 21st, but you you can't get it because uh, uh, Apple Apple apps blocked it. Mm-hmm. Well, shitty people. Okay, anything new with you, or do we just bring in Rudy? No, same old, same old. Same old, same old, eh? Cool. Yep. I got a pair of Crocs for my birthday. I was pretty excited about that. So I'm not commenting. Don't, don't find it that a, exciting. I'm a, not commenting. You you a, did you say you got a pair of Crocs? I got a new pair of Crocs. Yeah. Why? And and you pick on and you pick on me for my for my for my uh, for my. Uh, my, my shorts that I wear, my capris in the summertime, and you wear Crocs. Oh, my God. I don't wear my... William? You are, I do not wear you are Crocs such in a public. Fucking, they are my slippers. You are such a fucking yuppie hippie. It's not funny. Okay? No, 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 no. Anyway. They, they have really good art support in them, and I wear them... Blah, 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 blah. So, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I would never go out anywhere with them. They're just a fucking... They're, they're scary ugly. But, um... Yeah. Okay, that was William. He's now part of the show. I'm laughing. Yeah, I do. Christopher, you should... I think you should go on TikTok. Because the only way you get kicked off is if you go on TikTok naked. And I don't think you'd ever do that, Okay. So you're all no, good. That would not happen. To go on TikTok. That, 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 you can on rant and rave about whatever you want. They don't care. That's right. And, I, I actually, and I'm, I'm going to buy a new iPad that allowed me to do shit like that. But um, yeah, this this one's too old, I think. You know, Charles. I think Charles. I think we should start a poll of how soon Christopher gets kicked off Facebook this time. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give him till Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm but it, I'm not that bad. It took six weeks last time to get me again. Well, okay. Okay. Kind of funny. You're a funny guy. It's very funny. But what can You're you do, funny right? Well, hey. Rudy, sir. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? Good. How are you? How are you? Um, Crocs, Crocs. Ah, fucking hell. I used to wear Crocs when I was in grade six. Um, <laughs> I still am. I love. I love Rudy. But but William, take this comment back now. 
I uh, I haven't worn Crocs for years, and my girlfriend got me a pair of Crocs, and uh, uh-huh. terrible arch supports, but they are they are comfy slip-ons oh, throughout God. the lake or in the summertime, you know. Yeah. Okay. And you got to do a lot of things to your girlfriend. Okay. Hundred so, percent. I've been I've been married for thirty years already. It's it's called compromise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. it's called doing what you're told. There's a difference. That's same thing. No, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing okay. in today's world. And Christopher, nine percent yeah. on the compromise is what I do, and she does the other. Point one percent or whatever. Tom, yeah, so. Tom Clancy's yeah. uh, Jack Ryan. Give her a watch and tell me if you like it. Amazon oh, I've Prime. already seen that. Okay. Oh, I've already seen it. Well, like when it came out, man. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, nothing for you. It was a pretty good series. Have you watched Reacher? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking Reacher, about Reacher. Amazon uh, Prime. Three three really so. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that was that was a pretty good show. Um, I got through most of those. In fact, I, it, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse was pretty good, but that was a movie. Um, yeah. So I'm looking around for something. I think you should watch, I think I don't you should watch my Shameless, time. Chris. You should watch Shameless, Christopher. Shameless was a good Shameless? one. Such yeah, a good show. Yes. Yeah, so I, you know what? I, I haven't good. seen... Uh, Sons of Anarchy yet, and I, I probably should watch that. That's that's really good too. Yeah, it's on my as well list. as 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 well as Ray Donovan. Oh, really? Yes, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, Ray Donovan's excellent too. I, I was watching the series Wheel of Time. And I thought that was pretty good, but I got to the point where I'd watch the entire thing, and then there was, it gets so there's only one episode a week coming out, and I, I kind of lose interest in that, and then I forget where I am. Yeah. You don't realize how used to you get uh, how used to you get to binge watching shows. Oh, I know, I know. Like Reacher, the series Reacher, which was what eight or ten episodes, I watched in two nights. Yeah, I, I was I was three nights. Yeah, and and I've watched it again, like the entire series, beginning to end. I've watched it twice. Now you got to wait till next year for the new ones to come out. Uh, is there a new one? I know there was season two yet. Yeah, they're making a season two in twenty twenty three. Cool. Did you watch Ozarks, Christopher? No, I haven't seen Ozarks. You could you should watch that too because that's pretty good as well. Is that not like watching the Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans? Um, no. Some of them. Oh, okay. Some so of them. So that's yeah. Nice well, because you know that's that, nice that, that, that the whole thing about like gratuitous everything, you know. If you like gratuitous violence and and shit like that, it's it's an awesome show. Of course I do. Wait, of course I do. Okay. That's what I watch I TV love that for. Shit. I love that shit, okay? Yes. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Always have. Absolutely. So. Okay. Okay, okay. Shall we talk some football now? Yeah, we can was try. There anything exciting? Was there anything exciting there, Charles, or not? I tried my best, buddy. I put a few things up. Problem is you put okay. like four or five things about, four or five different things on about the combine, and I simply can't yeah, talk I that much about the combine. 
I can't talk about well, the combine I first, at all. I've never seen I, one. I just, Charles, I just one. did it. Charles, I just did it to drive Christopher nuts, though. That's why I did that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> William? On to the combine. You're going to get a timeout. No, I'm not. Okay, like, segment one. You love me like you're... NFL will be playing okay. three... I'm talking football now. Can you? Will you let me? Okay. Yep. Okay. Segment one. CFL will be playing three-down football for the 2022 oh. season, according to TSN reporter Dave Naylor. Well, what the fuck else would they be playing? Seriously. They're not going to change three-down football. They're not going to change the CFL to four-down football. It's not going to happen. It's, it's wrong. It's not going to happen. It, it, it won't save the CFL. It won't increase the CFL. If anything, it will kill it. Because the majority of the fans right now love this three-down football, period. Okay, so there isn't very many fans, but they all love it, and, and, and insatiably, okay, uh, fanatically. So if you change that game to the point where we don't like it anymore, we will stop watching it, okay? Now, just because the CFL goes to four-down football doesn't mean the people that watch the NFL are going to come screaming up to the CFL to watch it. Because that, that's not what the problem is. That's ridiculous so logic. you're going to end up with no fucking fans. And when there's no fans in a gay-driven league, teams fold. All the teams fold. Then the league folds. And everything folds. And then it's gone. Okay? Because you can't piss off the fans that you have just to try to get new fans. What you have to do is make new fans want to join the old fans. And it's not by changing the game. It's by making the game more desirable. And yes, you can do that without modifying it to the point where it's no longer what it currently is. That's my belief on this. So will the CFL be playing three-down football in 2022? Yes and 2023, and 2024, and 58-29. They'll be playing it forever that way, because that's what football needs to do. Now, will there be a Canada 10 years from now? Maybe not. Who knows? That's not a constant. But I'll tell you, three-down football in in Canada is a constant. That's not going to change. But, you know, is Canada going to change? Well, there's a good possibility. we got this moron in power. They'll... What, 2025 is what uh, that this idiot Jagmeet thing just made this compromise with them. I, I said I wasn't going to talk politics. I can't. I it, I would rant on that whole thing. That guy should go to jail. They both should go to jail. Uh, anyhow, okay, I, I'm done on this one. Rudy, what do you think? Is CFL football playing three down, four down? Uh, is there any other choice between three down football? Like, what the fuck? Uh, not even a conversation. Uh, it's the CFL, baby. It's oh. football. Um, you uh, <laughs> you make it. We've talked about it before, I think. Like you, you turn it into four-down football, then you're creating the American Hockey League of the of football. That's exactly what you're doing. Um, no, you keep three-down football, and uh, you do what you can do, man. And uh, <laughs> it'll it'll survive if it survives. And yeah, like you said, if you if you're gonna go to four downs, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna gain fans. If anything, you're gonna lose old fans, and young fans will uh, 
watch the NFL for the most part if you do that, right? Because they still think it's a better league. Yep. And and I really dislike the concept of now now that's another story. We we're not even going to go there. Um, Charles, what's your thoughts on this? I've said all along, if you look four down, would you watch the CFL if they went to four down football? Would I watch it? I'd probably watch it, but not because it's at four down football. Oh, my feeling is, is if you. Uh, if you go to four downs, you then basically just become NFL junior at that point. And you lose uh, a lot. You, let's think of it this way. On this big field, like on a big field, a four-down game, the defenses have no chance. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it's oh. shooting fish in a barrel for offenses at that point. It's a waste of time. And, no, I mean, it, it basically takes the CFL from its own independent league and, su- and such. And, like I said, you become NFL junior at that point. Uh, it's a waste of time. I, I don't even know why they would bother discussing it. If they think – the CFL already has said before that they, that they don't have the popularity with the young crowd. If they think that just switching to four downs is going to make young people flock to the CFL, you are in complete and utter denial about what your problems are. That's not going to have any effect at all. They're just going to laugh at the league and say, oh, look at you guys. Oh, you're just trying to be the NFL now. It'll make the league look pathetic, actually. It'll make the league, uh, no, just it's, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible idea and they should never even bring it up again because it's a waste of time. It's not going to do anything. Like you said, if anything, it'll kill the league. Stupid idea. Oh, it, 100% it'll kill the league. 100%. Would, would I watch the game if it went down football, four down football? I'd watch it just to find the, the watch the stupidity of it. And he would wear off really fast from um, you know, when you've got the right now, the defense is – how many teams up are not running, uh, you know, 10 or 11 uh, Americans on defense? How many Canadians are on defense? Very, 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 very few. Okay, very few. Why is that? Because the defense is such a challenge in this game. First off, they're a yard off the ball. Okay, there's the waggle, the width of the field, the depth of the end, end zones. The defense right now has their hands tied behind their back. I don't know why we don't. Why everybody is saying that the the offense is lacking and the scores are going down? It's not because of defense. You cannot have great defense battles in the CFL. It's because somebody's going to blow it open, and it doesn't take much to do that. Defenses have to be the best of the best of the best in this league, or you're not going to win. Because the offense has such an advantage over them. That's my theory on this thing. You go ahead, William. You know, I personally really think we have to look at it really hard, to be honest with you. The four-down game. And I, and, I, and I also think we should uh, get kickers more involved in the game as well. Okay? 
because guaranteed it will be sarcasm. Sarcasm. Okay. And 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 on top of that, I think we should expand to Halifax. Let's just go for the for the hat trick, okay? And and improve this game like it's never been improved before. Okay. So I've always said, I've always believed that CFL and NFL are two different games. And you can compare them all you want, but they're two different games, and at times they're both entertaining. The minute you go to four, day, four downs in the CFL, it becomes the NFL. And I'm going to watch NFL. I'm not going to watch CFL anymore. Why would I fucking do that? Okay? Well, if, if we're I, I gonna, don't know if we're going to... No, no. If we're gonna if we're gonna dilute it and make it as fucking boring as the NFL and the paint dry dry paint dry watching paint dry football, then let's fucking go all the way. But I'm not watching the CFL anymore. It's that simple. Okay. This is let, let's stop and rethink this for a second, okay? Okay. Yes, the NFL is four down football, but so is the NCAA. <laughs> and do you consider the NCAA football boring? It's pretty exciting no. football. It is pretty exciting football. But I, it's I would exciting watch football. No, 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 hold on. It's exciting football. In my, in my opinion, it's exciting football just like junior hockey because these guys are fucking putting everything they can into this because they want to make a career out of it. Right. Okay. I agree. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest difference. So, yeah, I agree with uh, Will on that one. Like, I uh, I was talking to some Americans last summer, and uh, they actually hate the NFL, but they're huge uh, Ohio State Buckeye fans, and uh, their reasoning for that was basically exactly that. Like, just like the smaller market junior hockey leagues in Canada, like. They're, these guys aren't looking for a big paycheck, and then it doesn't matter if they they put in the work as much after that. These guys are they're trying to make a career out of something and move move forward. Why don't we go totally crazy and turn it into Aussie rules football? Absolutely. Well, because we don't we don't have round fields. I think we should. I think we should revert back and go to leather helmets too. Well, fuck. Next thing you know, you'll want Mark Crandall back as quarterback. Then, then Zach Galaris will have to retire for sure. Yeah, leather helmets. Yeah, we could put SpongeBob on his head. I guess we could. Yeah, yeah I, don't know who, 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 I don't know who pushed this idea, but it's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's not gonna, it's not gonna help the CFL by going to four down. Like, give me a fucking. It'll break. hurt. It'll it'll kill it because I think that you're gonna get people. I mean, we might still watch it. Something. Like, there's gonna be a lot of CFL diehards that are gonna want nothing to do with it. Absolutely. When you and go to four down, it's not. When you go to Ford Downs, it's not the CFL anymore. No, it's not. It's NFL Junior at that point. Yeah, and well, not even. No, so. it's 
it's still the CFL. Put a five down. It, it, no, it, it isn't. But it's, no, it's the not. name is not what's important to me. And I've said that so no, many times. No, I'm not talking. Canadian football but I'm not, not talking. football. I don't give a shit about that. But I'm not talking about the name. Canadian football is the fucking rules. That's what makes it the game. It's three down gridiron football. Right. right. And they can call uh, for all I care for all I care they can call it the International Football League. They can call it the International Football League. I don't give a shit about the name. Okay? But it's three down football. It's that simple. Continental Football League. Whatever. I, I love that name. I I had fun <laughs> coming up with that one. That pissed me off there and Will will know I'm um Bob Irwin on Twitter, he's barking and bitching about getting rid of the Canadian ratio. It'll wreck the game. No, it won't. It'll, it'll throw the game and the players will play. I thought he he's retired. An well, he has retired. retired. Now that he's retired, he feels the need to open his mouth on Twitter nonstop now. Oh, my God. He says the stupidest yeah. shit about politics, too, not to get into it, but... Who, who is there anybody here that actually never mind never mind <laughs> that actually what come on spit it out never, never mind no no hey, we want to get started like that intelligent? Uh, you got to say now is, man it, it, what <laughs> you can't fix stupid no you can't Oh, no, I actually so like one try, try to fix Bob Irving. I actually like Bob Irving up until about a couple months ago. I'm really not a fan anymore. <laughs> I'm pumped that we got this new guy from the Riders as the radio guy. Gary something is another. Yeah, some something Taylor. I don't know. He uh he worked for the Riders, but he's actually Eric. Winnipeg. I, so. I thought it was Derek Taylor. I don't know. I think that doesn't matter. Thing. Okay, I'm going to move move on. I'm done with this. Okay. Um, uh, let's, football people, I'm tired of hearing what's wrong with the CFL game while the CFL business management gets a free pass. Is this a valid complaint? Well, I I don't see what's really wrong with this game other than the fact that nobody wants it to be the best that it can be. And I, I'm not, I'm going to use the word nobody really lightly. It just seems that the people in the, in, in the esh, higher echelons on this want to keep this as a substandard league. And I don't understand why. And I'm really deeply confused by that. That being said, there's lots of other ways in which to improve this league. And some of them have to be done. One of them is not playing four downs. And it, what was it? Somebody, some idiot the other day said that they wanted to move the goalposts to the back of the end zone? Yeah. You do know that that's yeah. 20 fucking yards, right? <laughs> so, you know, you know, a 40-yard field goal now is getting kicked from the 20. It would make it more difficult. Hundred percent. You could move the conversion back to the two yard line or five yard line. 
because you're not going to be hitting it from the 32. Because that's a 52-yarder. But, but the easiest way to fix that would just to be banned kickers from the game. Banned kickers. Well, I said that, and, and do you look at the people that abuse me. I said just remove special teams completely because there's no point in it. Can you think of the money that we'd save on players and, and equipment and transportation and hotels and everything? I mean, it would be a huge boon to the CFL. Just eliminate special teams completely. I mean, really, do, do we want to watch football for a special teams play? No, we want to watch football for offense. Well, if we ban kickers, I think Winnipeg would uh, would look pretty good at three-peating next year. Yeah, they'd be happy because they don't have a kicker again because they lost Sergio Garcia. Yeah, we have. Well, yeah, we have the worst kicking in the West by far. Well, Sergio is left, right? Yeah, he's in Edmonton, yeah. and you guys got White now. He's a good kicker, Paredes or whatever. He's not bad. And then, well, or uh, what's his name in Sask? He's pretty good too. I don't know. Sorry, Sergio Gar- Castillo is actually who I meant, not yeah. Sergio Garcia. Yeah. Sergio Garcia is a golfer. Castillo, yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's what I thought, too. It, 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 it didn't work for me, Charles. And that's okay. Okay. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. Get rid of kickers. Get rid of the fucking teams completely. I'm all over that. I, it, it would just be a boon to each team. Can you imagine your cost would go way down? You, know, I mean, your you wouldn't cost... lose any fans. Nobody, nobody is a fan of the CFL because of the kicking game. Okay. Yeah, but then where would Cana- yeah. Where, then where would Canadians play, Christopher? Did <laughs> I say that? I, I think that's kind of my point. I just I don't like the whole. It's got to be the Canadian Football League, the Canadian. Like, it's it's so arrogant. Like, you want to get Americans to watch the game more. You don't. I don't know. Like in the NFL, there's Canadians that play. Like, it uh, it doesn't matter. Like, I uh, I don't know. I'm younger, and I I don't I don't go to CFL games to watch Canadians play. I quite frankly, I I I like the American players a lot better on the Bombers, but. Um, I just, I don't know. I like seeing the best players play. It, it's not arrogant. Okay, it's not arrogance that, that we people want to keep the CFL, the Canadians in the CFL. That's not arrogance. It's an inferiority complex. Okay? They think that we are, you know, they're not good enough, and they are not. So they have to be protected. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's in I I don't know. I hate it. It's I just I think it's embarrassing. Like that's the only that's literally the only thing I hate about the league, like. Yeah. It, 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 it's what I said. If people don't want it to be the best that it can be. Make the game the best game that is possible. Let the best players play the game. Let's improve the game. And, and let's not give people excuses not to watch. Get and out there, showcase how awesome this game is. I mean, Americans love this game, not because it's Canadian football, not because there's Canadians playing in it. They love this game because it's fucking exciting. Okay? Hmm. So let's just make it a better game. Make it a better game by having the best players available regardless of where the fuck they were born. 
Yeah, and the thing is, is I don't know about you guys, but I've never heard anyone in person, only online, say that they need the Canadian ratio. I mean, maybe Will, like Will has his friend there whose son plays for the Stamps, but I've seen him play, and I actually think he's a good football player. Like it's right. not the that Canadian. Would he have been given the opportunity? Did he get the? Would he have got the opportunity to grow? I don't the know. The way that he did because of the the ratio. No, I I think a lot of players that became famous, including people like Michael Shea, would never have made the CFL. They would never. Yes, they were one of the best linebackers, Canadian linebackers, or even any linebacker in the CFL. But would he have ever had the time? to properly develop if we didn't ha- have the ratio. No, because he has to come in and be game ready, and those players weren't. I don't think Andrew Harris would have made the CFL, and yet he may be the, one of the greatest running backs ever in this game. I don't think he would have made the CFL. No, because, yeah, they so wouldn't fucking long to get good. Well, yeah. And I, you just toss him to the curb and go get somebody that's game day ready coming out of Atlanta, right? Texas or out of somewhere, right? So yeah, that is true. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you that there will still be Canadians because uh, Chase Claypool uh, walked out of college into the NFL. Yes, there's always going to be the anomaly, 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 anomaly. Anyhow, you know what I'm talking about. Anomaly. Um, going to be somebody who somebody is going to be able to do it, but I don't think we're going to have. I'd be surprised if there was 20 Canadians in the CFL 10 years from now. If we drop the, the, if we drop the rule today, 20 years from now, I don't think there would be 20 CF, uh, Canadians on the, in the CFL. I don't. Well, you, that's the thing, though. Like, You've got to find a way to make sure they're still looking at junior football and youth sports. But I don't know. I mean, Why? I don't like it. But the one good thing, I guess, about the ratio is – I guess it is true, like, you'll get the odd arrogant American coach, like, Chris Jones. Like, if Chris Jones had it his way, he'd he'd have all Americans, even if a Canadian was better than the American, just because those are his guys. But uh, anyway, sorry, go ahead, Will. I wasn't going to say anything. I didn't hear him. That was oh, I thought one of you guys did. Christopher. No. No, I just I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. And I we need to ditch the ratio. We've gone over this I don't know how many times, but I don't agree with the argument that we'll still have Canadians in the CFL. We'll have very very few of them. No, because I don't agree with that. that you know what? But you know what? It's not it there. doesn't it doesn't matter if we have Canadians in the CFL. Okay, that that's not I Zero. Still don't think that's going to stop people from going because I've never gone to a CFL game to watch Canadian players. Yes, I happen no. to spend a lot of time. Yes, I happen to spend a lot of time watching offensive linemen because that's what I was. And and there seems to be a lot of Canadians in the CFL that are offensive linemen. There's quite a few Canadians in the NFL that are offensive linemen as well. Okay, so uh, but but I don't go to games to I, I can. You know what? And nowadays, I'm often looking to see, wow, who is that guy? If he's a new guy, is he Canadian or if he's American? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not up in the stands watching the game and being no. like, 
Oh, that was a nice play. Is that guy Canadian? Like, no. Yeah. Okay. And you don't and, have and to, you, you, don't, 
you don't have to do lots of big stuff. I mean, it, you can start start from the bottom and go up, just grassroots. I mean, this guy is genuinely excited, from what I can tell, to put a good product on the field for the BC Lions. And hopefully, that will draw more people in. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's going to work. We well, have excitement in that, BC because of our new owner, but the excitement is, is with Charles and myself. It's not with my daughter. Well, right. It's not with my son-in-law. It's not the people who yeah, aren't but, fans of the league. We're just excited because we're fans of the league and something exciting is happening. It's not going to bring what I think sometimes, sometimes I think what excites people and what brings new people in is when a team, and don't take this the wrong way, when a team starts to win. Yep. Of course it does. But Toronto proved that, that that's not correct. They won a great cup, and their season ticket sales went down. Okay? Yeah, but you know it, you what? Want, you want to market this league? Go take $10,000, go to Sacramento, and buy some billboards. And you will bring more new fans to the CFL by doing that than you will by spending $10 million in Canada. You go down to America yeah, but, and but, start but, promoting but, this but, game. And, well, and we will get fans. There you go. There you go. We didn't say where we should market it at, did we? I mean, you would be remiss not to, to market it. I know, but well, you would be yes remiss. And no. You would be remiss not to market it to uh, 365 million people across the border. 100%. That's where the, every penny of marketing should be right now. Because any amount of money in Canada is a waste. Because you've got no, as many fans in that. Canada as you're going to get. No. Where, I, where I, are the I'm fans going to come say, from, Charles? Um, fans will come from winning, and Bobby Ackler showed that. In the 1990, late 1990s, the CFL was in D.C. They were drawing 14,000, 15,000 fans. People were saying that it was dead. Bobby Apples comes back, puts together the Water Boys, puts together all the marketing, goes out to the business community, goes out to all over the business, and they went from having 15,000 fans a game to 35,000 fans a game. It's about having the right people in place. I'm not saying they're going to jump like that again, but can you market and get two to 3,000 more fans in the building? Can you go from, say, 19,000 to 22 or 23,000? That is not impossible. You can get to the mid twenty thousands. That they've done it before. Are they going to get to thirty to forty thousand? I'm not sure. You might get that for a one off for a playoff game or something like that. But you can do more to get more fans into the game. I'm not saying you're going to get ten thousand, but you can put more marketing. The marketing is crap. You got to has been crap for a few years. You got to be able to create a buzz. People get. What's the word I'm like? They're attracted when they see something a buzz. When you get people talking about it, the more people talk about it, the more you will draw people in because people get attracted to that. And they, like I said, they've shown that before. I'm not saying they can go to the same level, but they can still be higher than what they are now. Okay, Charles. I'm, yep. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm going to make you look at it from a different angle. Okay. Okay. I don't think Bobby Ackles created new fans in BC. I think he just got tired fans 
who were put off by Nelson Scalbania and Murray Pezum and everybody else to come back to the team. He, that's what happened to me. I got turned off from this team, and I didn't come. I came back because the team became a real football team mm-hmm. as opposed to a circus. Okay, he, Bobby Ackles did not make a fan out of me. I was a fan for 20 years before he took over the team. Okay, all he did was bring back the old fans. We seriously need to make new fans because the old fans are fucking dying. Not because we're disheartened and, and leaving the team. We're dying. Okay. So, okay? that's fine. So to get the and younger you generations you gotta... in here, it's not marketing money that's going to do it. It's not. Marketing money is not going to get a young fan group into this league right now. What's going to get into this league right now is if America thinks the CFL is sexy. Mm. Okay? Because Canadians' kids are following what Americans do. And they always have. But with social media right now, we're following what is sexy in America. And if the CFL becomes sexy, then you will get those fans back, or you'll, you'll, you'll turn another generation into the CFL. Our focus has to be on America, and the, the best way to do that is to put a single team down there, just one. And you will get 365 million people, a nation of six, 365 million people in, behind one team and excited. And, oh, my God, this league will explode. Not implode. No, they're not all going to get behind one team. That's not going to happen. You'd be surprised how many football fans are in America that are looking for football when the CFL is being played. Okay? It's the off-season for the NFL, for the most part. That's why Americans love our game. It's because they're football junkies. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, the business management of this league does not get a free pass, in my opinion. What they're doing is doing it wrong, but I don't think they're trying to fix it in the right way. Bobby Ackles was a godsend for the BC Lions, no doubt about it. And he turned this team around. But I don't really think he made new fans. He just brought back the old ones. Because we were disheartened. Brody, you got to have some thoughts on this. Yeah, um, I don't know where to get started. I, I kind of agree with all of you guys in a way, but with different points of views. Like, the thing with marketing is I think they need to start marketing more in America. Um, 
But even even in Canada, CJ, like, when's the last time anyone's ever seen a CFL commercial? Um, with the NHL and with the NFL, you're on random websites and they're linking you to jerseys, to shops, to tickets. Uh, in a CFL, you basically have to go out of your way to find any info on it. Um, I, I've been, I, I thought two, three years ago they need to expand to America, but you need to do it right. Like, I wasn't around when they did it before. You need to do, you need to do one team. I don't know. Me personally, I've always wished that there was three American teams and it was a 12-team a league. Um, I don't know. I don't know if all of America would get behind a team, but certain fans definitely would. Um, they call the Dallas Cowboys America's team. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think a big part of it's marketing, and Lake Charles said, uh, yeah, you probably remember the 2013 Stanley Cup in Vancouver. Like, I know hockey is more popular in Canada, but it, it, it's whatever the buzz in is and the hype is in at the time. And I know we were talking about we want real fans, but you need some of those fringe fans just to make up seats and, and get the right. league with revenue. Um yeah, I mean, you you need to make football popular again, right? Um, I I I truly believe Toronto's a lost cause, and that's a conversation for later on in the show. But um, I, I don't think it's totally done in BC. I really don't, and they just they just need to find a way to get that that fire back into it. Like the thing with the Lions in BC, um, they they play what second, third fiddle in Toronto. The Argos play like sixth or seventh fiddle. Like it, it's the Argo Toronto's not, never going to get an NFL team, and they're they're just not going to ever fill a CFL stadium ever. That's just Toronto. But I, I think if they do things right and and give this owner not a year or two, give him a good five years, and and we'll see what happens, man. He definitely yeah. knows a thing or two about marketing, and I don't know it. They they might get fans back, and part of that comes with success. Like in, in Winnipeg, we've had good fan support, but. Now winning's just expected, and they they lost for 29 straight years. Uh, BC hasn't won for a while now. I think if they got a good football team and were good for a couple of years and got the buzz going around the city, it could really change things. Winning winning always helps, no matter what sport, no matter what team. Hey. Unless, unless you're Toronto, but yeah. <laughs> Well, let's use some statistics here for a second and deal with some facts. You say that the Argos are playing sixth fiddle, okay? And and BC is third. Is that what you said? Well, I that's I kind of assume. I mean, I know Toronto, like the Leafs are more popular, the Jays are more popular, the Raptors are more popular. It's embarrassing to say, but somehow the soccer team's more popular. In Vancouver, what what's more popular than the Lions as far as sports go? The the Canucks and I the assume Canucks the soccer one. team. I would. I the Canucks better because the soccer team isn't that much higher up than the Lions. Their attendance isn't that much bigger. Yeah, and and another thing too is with hockey, it doesn't intertwine too too much with football. I just. I know, and I know we've talked about it before, but part of it is your guys' beautiful stadium, terrible location. Um, 
my my point that I was trying to make, Rudy, is that uh, the GTA has a population of six million people, and the GVRD has a population of two point four. Okay, so a little over one third of the population of Toronto. So playing six fiddle in a bigger pool of people isn't that bad. No, but you, like you have to admit, okay. Toronto just it is when it comes to like media coverage and so on because you hardly get any. Yeah, like apparently that, when Toronto, I, I'm not arguing. When Toronto made the playoffs this year, apparently. I forget if they were in the back page of the paper or they weren't even in it at all. Like, Winnipeg, when they're doing well, like, the Bombers are, like, the top story in sports in Winnipeg. And the the Jets, I'm not a Jets fan at all, but the Jets have been, like, pretty decently successful the past four or five years. They haven't won a cup or anything, but they've went on some decent playoff runs. I don't know. I just I think I just think Toronto doesn't have the football fans. Like, yes, I know they have some old time Argos fans who are passionate about the game, and and God bless them. But there's only ten thousand fans, and thank God they have uh, ownership with deep pockets. Like, I I really think it's a lost cause, and I don't know how you make it popular. They've tried they've tried so many things. Like, part of it's marketing, but they they don't market the team because they don't they just don't give a shit. And you might have a point there about not being a football fan in Toronto because if you remember, they had that NFL uh, Buffalo Bills. They were, they were playing games there in Toronto. They had a hell of a time selling those games out. They yeah, like sell those games correct. out. It, it's different everywhere. Like, it's certain places aren't, uh, you know, Ottawa. They say Ottawa's town. not a sports town. Like, Ottawa, the Red Black fans are great. But in general, Ottawa's a, a political town. It's not a sport town. Uh Winnipeg and Calgary, like, they're they're sport towns, you know? And you guys are talking about that, too, how Vancouver in the 90s used to be a lot of blue-collar folks. Well, it's not like that now, which the blue-collar folks are the ones who support the the sport leagues. I mean, even half the time these NHL games, it's guys in suit and ties who are part of corporations at the games. I don't know. I do. I really do think they need to market more in America, though. No, I don't disagree with that at all. But yeah, they, if they can get a hype and go from there. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what is BC average, guys? Like on a non-COVID year, like going back the last say five years, like what fourteen, eight, eight, seventeen thousand fans? Eighteen to nineteen thousand. Okay, so okay, so that's really not that bad. Like, if 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 BC got twenty five k every every game, they'd be laughing. To me, like, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's what Saskatchewan and Winnipeg get. Like, you guys just need a smaller stadium, so it looks normal. Charles is not wrong that when Bobby Ackles came into the CFL or into the Lions. The Lions blossomed, okay, because of what he did in the business community. And what he did in the business community is what's keeping this team afloat right now. 
the BC Lions can actually survive on 12,000 fans in the stadium. No other team can because BC's corporate sponsorships are what pays the bills more than, not more than the gates, but supplement the gates far more than any other community. Okay? So as long as they can maintain that and continue that, then it it is possible for BC to survive where other teams wouldn't. And they are surviving where other teams wouldn't. Right? I mean, 18,000 fans is a death sentence. Unless you have an owner with extremely deep pockets. Or if you're Saskatchewan, you just get... that's That's what Toronto has. Yeah, but Saskatchewan doesn't have. They don't get pockets, 18, but they have. Yeah, Saskatchewan they have better draws. Saskatchewan just uh, just gets all the fans to call in and donate five bucks each. You guys remember when they did that back in the day? Yeah, a tele- they had their telephone. I can't say much because the Lions had a telephone once too. Yeah, I don't. I like. I haven't looked back into like years and years and years back, but there was times I think when the bombers were in financial trouble, but I don't think they were ever like that bad. But yes, they were. At one point, yes, they, they were. were. Well, I know they, they were. weren't doing good, David, but I don't. I don't know if they've ever had a telethon David, or anything like that. No, David Braley bailed them out. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, the gatekeeper. Mm. Yeah. There's very few yeah. teams that David Braley hasn't bailed out. No, that is true. No, there was no – every team. He bailed out every team. At one point in time, he said that the Edmonton Eskimos were the only team that he has not had to help financially, and that is because they are so well managed. And the next year, he had to loan them $4 million for the Grey Cup, and then when the Edmonton Eskimos defaulted or wanted to default on – the loan payment on giving it back to David Braley, they ended up trading Ricky Ray to Toronto in lieu of paying back the $4 million. And that's why the Ricky Ray trade happened. That's common knowledge. That's straight across. I mean, not every, sorry, it's not common knowledge. It's accepted knowledge. And that's what happened. I mean, Ricky Ray trade made absolutely no fucking sense to anybody. None. Zero. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, who, I was younger then, but I never. Stephen Giles. I never, uh, I never looked into it too much, but yeah, no, I, I remember thinking like, why isn't this guy just finishing his career in uh, Edmonton? Because he had a pretty damn good one there. He wanted to, but he got traded to Toronto to, and 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 it was in lieu of a a a four million dollar loan. David Bradley bought him, bought him (laughs) to Toronto, and bought Grey Cups. Yeah, and what, what was he in Toronto for his last three years of his career, I think? I don't know. I think it's long I think it was longer than that. But yeah, I know. I don't you're right. Um Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say on this. Like the league's what the league he is. Was in Toronto for nine years. No he wasn't. Shut up. He was in Toronto from 2012 to 2018. Sorry, that's seven years. What? I thought Ricky Ray got traded in like 20, like 2016 to 18. 
No, he BC won the Grey nope. Cup in 2011. Yep. Yeah. And then he Toronto won it the next year, <laughs> which was 2012 with Ricky Ray. You guys had a fantastic team that year. That's when the Bombers were good, but so cocky. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that was Spiegerville. And the and the Lions clobbered him in the in the Grey Cup. Holy shit! I did not realize he played that. Yes, yep. they did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, seven years. You're right. Wow. Yeah. No, I knew I knew he went to Toronto, but I thought it was like two, three years. I didn't know he frickin' played seven years there. That's almost as long it's as seven he years in Toronto. Yeah. Wow. Well, he was in Edmonton for for seven years, and actually, he was in. He was in Edmonton for two years, then went to the NFL and came back for another seven years in Edmonton from 05 to 07. Yeah. And then uh, went seven, seven years in, in, in Toronto. Yeah. No, I've only been watching ever since 2005, but uh, Ricky Ray was, uh, well, he still is. He, he's been my favorite quarterback to watch in the CFL. Um. Now it's kind of Calero. Surgeon. I I I, en- I really enjoyed watching Ricky Gray play. I didn't hate Calvio, but I wasn't a huge fan of him. But anyway, I hate him. Uh, beside the point. You Will, know, what's, so, your opinion, you know, Will what's your opinion on Ricky Gray? Um, I will pass on my opinion of Ricky Gray. Okay. <laughs> you leaving because he was a long time. Huh? He's been in the background listening. No, ah. I was listening to you. I was listening to you guys. I mean, hey, um, I do believe the bombers. I was just trying. I was trying to find it. I I'm pretty sure. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that the bombers had a telephone when I lived in Winnipeg once upon a time. So. Okay. Yeah, no, so, and you know more more on that than me. You've been watching the league longer and you used to live there, so, so No, I know yeah. there was some I know there was some dark days uh back in the day in Winnipeg. Every team oh. every team in the CFL has had dark days, I think. Yeah. Every team. No exceptions. Every yeah. team. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. now here's some stats for you, uh, on Ricky Ray. Just just He's got a couple of records. Highest completion percentage in a single season, 77%. Highest completion percentage in a single game, 95%. Highest passer rating in a single season, 126.4. Most Grey Cup wins by a starting quarterback, four. Yeah, he killed. Uh, I watched him kill Winnipeg and Calgary uh, quite a bit when he was in the league. Yeah, it always did. I mean, he 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 was a great quarterback. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Okay, let's. Can we move on here? Let's do uh, segment three. See what it, this is. Fifty-three of Canadians draft eligible football players will convene this weekend to take part in the. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> CFL National Combine. How much interest do we have in the Combine? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Did you rephrase that question? Um, 
Combine. Let me, yeah. Combine. Let, let, let me think about that for a second. Um, um, no. Okay, let's talk let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about this. Who are the two most who are gonna be the two most popular players at the combine this year? You guys should know this. The Phil, BC the boys. Phil Pot brothers. The Phil Pot brothers. Yep. Okay. Oh really? I did not know that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they are oh, they are oh, Corey oh, Philpot's yeah. sons. Yep. Yes, I, I know. And they're two of the highest there's they're two of the highest touted uh, players. Yeah, and they're two of the highest touted players going to the draft. But are they going to go to the draft? They got what stupid interest Probably. in the NFL. They're going to go to the NFL before they're going to come to the CFL. No, they're not. They're, Cana- they're Canadian guys. They played it. They played in the CIS. The NFL's not. Yeah, they didn't play in the NCAA. They played in uh, Calgary. Uh, as a matter of fact. I believe one of them played in Calgary. There. Both of them played in Calgary. Hmm. Well, they both did. I wasn't sure. Yeah. What is that? What is what? Uh, Oh, I'm just looking at the picture. I couldn't figure out what it is. Ranked second and fifth overall, so. But you know what? They say there is some interest in them in the NFL because they both had pro days in Buffalo. Um, so who knows? Who knows? Anyways, have we talked enough about the CFL draft? I think so. We were, we were talking okay. about the combine. I mean, here's the, the thing: combine. the NFL televises their combine, and I, I've tried to. I turned it on once just to watch it to see what it was like, and I, I don't think I lasted more than three minutes. It's so freaking boring to watch. I'm sorry. It may be useful for, like, scouts and management, but fans, I, I can't imagine any fans sitting there watching that because it's dull as hell. Um, I watched the whole thing this year, Charles. Sorry. <laughs> really? Yes, sir. Okay. Well. I, I, I'm the thing that impresses me the most is, oh man, there's a defensive lineman, um, six six, three hundred and thirty pounds or something like that, and he ran a four seven forty yard dash. Okay, that is impressive. How do you move that bulk that fast? How? Somebody that big should not move that fast. Okay, fair no. enough. No. Whether he whether it was steroid induced or not, I don't care. It's pretty cool to watch. I mean, does it does it really impress me to see a guy bench press two hundred and twenty five pounds forty five times? Not really. Okay, yippee. Okay, um, but the speed part is, and I mean the NFL, the NFL drafts speed is the thing, and it's the same in the CFL draft. Okay. I mean, if you get a guy with speed, they're going to draft him every single time. Both of the Philpot brothers are speedy guys, so. Oh yeah. So, big time. So. Well, their father was a very fast player too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am impressed. So sorry, was Corey Philpot American? Yep. Yes. I believe he's uh, from Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. 
I'm impressed that he stayed in Vancouver right. all this time and had and had two sons that are Canadian and didn't try and get them into the NCAA. He, uh, sorry, Melbourne, Florida. My mistake. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He, he went married to college a, in Mississippi. He what? what? Well, he married a, a Vancouver girl. That's why he's yeah. I was, right. He he met her. He met her when he was playing for the Lions. Of course. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He he played he he played college ball in Mississippi. Uh, Charles. Yeah, I just noticed that. Yeah. And just recently won the uh, national junior football championship as the head coach of the Langley Rams. Yeah. And they just won the national championship last year, in December. I see. Anyways, okay. We, we did our due diligence. We talked about the combine. Let's move we, we talked about the combine. Rudy, do Nobody you can be anything? upset with us. No, I Rudy, got I got nothing on the combine. <laughs> the combine, fellas. I haven't really looked into it too much, but uh, yes, I did hear those two brothers are supposed to be like really good. <clears throat> I I always thought a combine was that thing that goes out in the field and takes the wheat out of the stalk, but call me call me as a fool, but, you know, I always thought that that's what I, – I, I've driven several of them. Anyhow, Pat Steinberg gives us four quarterback-receiver combos to watch this upcoming season. I'll bet you none of them are the BC Lions. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. Nobody... I'll bet you. I've seen the list. I'll bet you. Okay. Really? <laughs> yep. So you think Nathan Whitehead? Is in this list? No, it wasn't that. Wow. Okay, I'm that's impressed. That's Never mind. Oh. I laughed. You read these articles the li- before you comment. Yeah, I probably should. Uh, yeah, Bethel Thompson and Brandon Banks? Fuck off. Yeah, is it Rourke that, and Brian Burns? possible. Cody Fajardo and Duke Williams? And who's the other one? Caleros and Ellingson. Ellingson's getting old. I, I, I think who who did this? Pat Steinberg. Yeah, Monday morning quarterback. Way too much pot. I really do. CJ, I, I would love for him to be true with this Nathan Rourke and Brian Burnham. I just don't see it. I think Burnham's getting old too. You know. You said Ellingson's I getting older. I think Banks, Burnham's getting older. I think older. Brandon Banks is getting Brandon Banks is getting old as well. I think he's getting short. I think he's getting shorter. He's, he's, not, he's not as short. big. He's always short. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, I'd still take Burnham over any of our guys. Well, other than Bailey. You take Bailey over Burnham? Who the hell is Bailey, anyways? No, he said Burnham over any of the guys. Oh, okay. I thought he said it except Bailey. Bailey or Bailey's younger, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I like Burnham. I I think Burnham's going to have another good year. I don't think Burnham ages, so. 
I think McLeod Bethel Thompson and Brandon Banks on the list is funny. So do I. I we're hard on Bethel Thompson, but he, he does have a good arm. It's just whether he's accurate or not, which is how He's not accurate. I know. Well, he is sometimes, but very rarely. <laughs> he actually, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bethel Thompson could throw the ball one of the furthest in the league out of all quarterbacks. But his accuracy, I don't know if him or Adams Jr. has worse accuracy. Yeah. So Jardo and Duke Williams actually look pretty damn good in the playoffs. I mean, they uh, they looked really good in Winnipeg in that uh, game they lost to them. I'm, I'm on it. I, I know he didn't have a good year last year, but I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised Bo Levi Mitchell and Reggie Bagleton aren't on this list. I was expecting uh, Will to say, did you see Bo Levi play last year? No, I know, but, I mean, you got McLeod, Bethel Thompson, and Brandon Banks on list, this list. Why can't you? You could easily swap that out for those well, two. They should, they, should be a good, they should be a good combo if Bo plays well and if Reggie doesn't get hurt and, and a whole bunch of things. So I'm not jinxing any of that crap. So... Bagleton looked great last year, but teams are going to plan for him this year because he's in from the start of the season. So maybe he doesn't get as much free space. Mind you, he will have Kamar Jordan opposite of him, so that makes a huge difference. So you'll see. Yeah. I mean, the thing I like about Bagleton, I find he always opens up the field for other receivers. Yeah. yeah, he can do that. Because they're going to, they're gonna like, I know Winnipeg, they always try to two-man him, and half the time he still comes up with plays. They target him. But, I mean, I'm I'm talking like 2019 now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Once again with receivers, you know what? One play could end their season, so. Yep. That's true. I, I'm I'm worried about BC. I really am. Like, I don't know what you guys are going to do if this whole Canadian experiment doesn't work. We're going to miss the playoffs again. That's what we're going to do. What they're going to do is they're going to suck really bad. I know, but what do you do, like, in the future? Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We shall see. I really hope Nathan Rourke has a good year. But if it works, they look like a genius. Fucking yeah. heroes. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. High risk, high reward. I mean, and really, what they did isn't the worst. Like, it's either do this now and try building for the future, or what you're like, Trevor Harris. I don't think he has much more than a year or two left in this league, whether he's a starter or a backup. I really don't. Well, I tend to agree with you. I actually. didn't think he was going to play this year. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't. They didn't make really a terrible decision, honestly. If you look, if you're looking big picture. Yes. 
I'm personally willing to give uh, Rourke the benefit of the doubt. Let's give him a shot and see what happens. Hell yeah. I, I wish they had a competent backup, but, you know, how can you have a competent backup and, and, and give this guy the chance? You, you'll the, the rope would be short and you'd hang him too soon. At least with Michael O'Connor back there, you have to rely on Rourke to, to, to do it. You can't just pull him for somebody better because O'Connor is yeah, not better. Yeah. That, Probably that's not, no. That's how he'll become a better quarterback. If he's if he's having a shit game, leave him out there. Tell him to figure it out. Well, who else are they going to put in? They have what's-his-name, and he's not going to do shit. No. Honor. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I truly think... Uh-huh. I think BC, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Bombers fan, I think two years from now, BC is going to be in a better position than the Rough Riders. Unless something drastic happens. I mean, two years from now, Winnipeg could be terrible, honestly. It could be terrible next year. Who knows? Let's wait and see if uh, Kolaris lasts the year. Yeah, that's the big thing, yeah. The thing that amazes me is I know it was only a 14-game season, but Winnipeg did not have one offensive lineman other than Patty Newfeld for two games he was hurt last season. That is it. The other four played every game and every playoff game. That's called dumb luck. Yeah, which to me they deserved it. They haven't had a lot of that in uh, years and years and years. Well, the only problem is you got to think at some point that's gonna that's gonna end. But we'll see. I was gonna say once again, most of the successful teams in the CFL are the teams with the least amount of injuries. It goes without saying. So. Yeah, it's not unusual. No. I don't know. It'll be an exciting season. Like uh, Hamilton, it'll be cool Cool seeing how they do with their little retool and Dane Evans having the full-time starter job. Yeah, it'll be a good season. I think it's going to be better than last season. I really do. That year off didn't help things at all. Right. I guess it really comes down to next season is who got better. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Yeah. And I think it will ha- will help this year all teams having uh, a full training camp and uh, preseason games because that really I thought hampered teams, especially coming out of the gate. Typically, the first four se- it takes about four weeks of the season for the teams to really get the- into their stride. But with no preseason games and a short training camp last year, I think that was almost doubled. Yeah, yeah I, I would say 
I would say you started to see good football middle of the season, to be honest with you. Right. So. And even with the, usually doesn't take that long. And even with a full training camp and 18-game season, the first two to four weeks are basically extended preseason. They're glorified preseason. We've said that for a long yeah, time. Of course they are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is CJ even there? I was going to say, yeah, I haven't heard there. from him at all. Yeah, he's there. I'm sure he's there. He's okay. probably sleeping. CJ, you sleeping? CJ. Maybe we did lose him. Well, Charles, take the reins, man. You want to move on on the agenda? Wait, he, oh, we did not move on lose him. Okay. No, My daughter came into the room, and... She has a little bit of a problem. Um, she's the president of a uh, parent uh, association for the uh, preschool in our community here, Tumbleweed Preschool in Merritt. And uh, they've got a couple of RCMP officers that have been parents in, in, the, in the thing and everything else. And one of the things they're doing is for fundraising is this year and, and last year, actually, they did. They raffled off a, a really nice hunting rifle, very expensive hunting rifle, right? Mm-hmm. Bought locally in town by the RCMP officer, and he donates it to the, the preschool, and they sell tickets on it in a fun, fundraising thing, right? Well, mm-hmm. some right. idiot got wind of this and went ballistic and, and is stalking the parents and telling them oh, how God. bad they are because... The, yeah, you know they they shouldn't be promoting the, the gun violence and selling an attack rifle and got a hold of Global TV and now Global TV is hounding my daughter because she's the president and uh, she just came out here for some advice. It's a hunting so rifle. I had to. That's it's, it's a hunting rifle. That's you, how you it, know what? It's too um, big and heavy to go do anything else with it. That's terrible. That's how it's gone now. Like even when I was in kindergarten to grade two. People used to bring stuff like that in for show and tell and, like, with their parent or whatever. And now you'd never see that in a school anymore. Like, my grandpa in our small rural area, he said when he went to school, man, like, he passed away about six, seven years ago. But when my grandpa went to school, he'd shoot stuff on the way to school and he'd set his rifle on the door with all the other boys and they'd grab them after school and take them home and go shoot beavers and stuff. No one... There was no school shootings. There was, no one was soft. It just, I don't know. Don't get me going. I don't we, 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 we went to as part of, of PE. Okay? Part of PE, we went to the gun range. That's awesome. What's, what's the problem with that? See, and that TJ, we, we, we got to do uh, archery, and um, thankfully I got to do that. But anyway, about two, three years after I graduated, they even banned archery. They said it's too dangerous. Come on. Oh, boy. In, in 1944, 18-year-olds were storming the beach in Normandy. Yep. In 2022, 18-year-olds want, need to go to a safe room because some, they did, they're afraid of what somebody had said. The society has gotten soft. My dad We're was in a hunting community. Rope. We're selling My a hunting rifle. What's the problem with that? 
you know what? My dad was in the Second World War when he was 16 years old. Okay. So was my dad. My my grandpa was there. He was at Normandy. Can you imagine 16 year olds being in in war today? Like, my God, we're we'd be in trouble. They'd be dead in seconds. Well, a lot of the 16, 18-year-olds were dead within seconds, Charles. That's the well, problem. I, yes. you, know, you know what I'm trying – you know what my point was. I, I do. I do. I do. They die of fear as opposed to the yeah. enemy yeah. fire. Um, I, I, I don't know if that's totally true, Will, but I would guarantee it's all of the city boys. But, you, you know, I got guys out here that are working for me right now that are 18, 19 year old. They know more about firearms than most people. So I don't yeah, think these boys are soft. It's the real boys, man. And that, that's the thing, too, that disgusts me nowadays. Like, even even Remembrance Day, it's it's just not what it should be. Like, like the reason I can go on fishing trips and go to sporting events, like, I didn't have to deal with all that shit they had to deal for and what they did for us. And it's just, it's not respected anymore. Don Cherry was right. Oh, 100%. Okay. Okay, moving on. Segment five. The USFL is ready to launch next month with multiple, multiple former CFL coaches on staff. Does this version of the USFL have a survival, have a chance of survival, or will it follow the original version? Well, I can't answer that question because I don't know fuck all about them. I couldn't care less. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to me as a CFL fan what the USFL does. I don't think it's going to affect the CFL one iota, whether it fails or is highly successful. I don't think it's going to affect the CFL. The only thing that it would affect the CFL is that if – if, and I'm, uh, I'll make this really quick, if they survive, they will take more of the U.S. market that we need to get. That's the only difference. The only thing I'll say on it is it goes back to the first article we talked about. Why the hell would you go to four downs? Because then you're also competing with them. Uh-huh. Good point. <laughs> They're already they're already the AHL of the NFL. Well, they Americans really, for the most part, don't know anything different. No. That is that is why it's so hard for CFL to get American players to come up here because they don't even think it's the same game, and it's not. I, so, you know, I, I don't, I, I haven't seen any changes in the USFL, okay, coming up from what they've done before. So I think it's going to fail for a third time. I really do. But because once again, they're trying to compete against the league that is the best league in the United States for football, and they're not going to do it because they have too much money. It's the, it's the best league in the world for football. 
as far as they're concerned, it is. Yes. When terms of money, it definitely is. It matters. Yeah, I can't see it. I can't see it survive. Maybe it will for a year or two, but I doubt it. They've they've never survived before, right? Nope. The USFL, the original USFL, was in the mid early to mid '80s, and they lasted three seasons and then folded. And the reason they fold it, the reason they fold it is because stupid, and you know who I'm referring to, don't you, Charles? I know exactly who you're referring to. The the guy who owned the league, okay? Well, he didn't own the league. He owned the New York franchise, but... Changed it in in the last year because he wanted to compete head-to-head with the NFL. And it's like, why don't you just... Why don't you just stab yourself in the eye with a fork a thousand times? Well, okay, not only that, is he tried thing. to he tried to sue the NFL for antitrust laws, and actually yeah. he won the lawsuit. Believe it or not, the problem was they were awarded three dollars in damages, <laughs> and the and the lawsuit bankrupted bankrupted the league because they won a grand total of three dollars. Yeah, and yet a lot of people thought that guy was a good guy to run their country. But go figure. We will. We won't go there. Yeah, we shouldn't go there because. Yeah, we're not going to go uh, there. I'm, I'm not going there. I'm a Donald Trump fan. Sorry. Anyways. You can't even buy one football for three dollars. No, you didn't even get a bag of football. Actually, Charles, I'm reading this. The USFL was awarded a judgment of $1, which under oh, that's right. antitrust it was $3 laws had to be tripled. Yeah. <laughs> it, because of the antitrust laws, it couldn't be a, 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 any less than $3. So they had oh, to up okay. it. <laughs> so they got the three bucks by, for the, by default, basically. They won a dollar. They won a dollar. <laughs> they won enough to buy a can of Coke in 1987. Yeah. What can we say? It was funny. Yep. Okay, uh, does anybody want to talk about the USFL? Because it's it's as as interesting to me as the combines. Okay. Well, we can move on then. Sometimes in the uh, next one off can... season, it's harder to find <laughs> stuff to talk about. So hey, you had a great okay. agenda last on? week, Charles. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Twitter, 613 Sports, held a poll about what non-NHL leagues will be most popular in five years. In the, in five years. the CFL came second behind the CPL, Canadian Premier League. Um, I, I, I don't doubt that. 
if things stay the same the way, the, the way that they are, I have absolutely no doubt that with the, the massive influx of immigration into Canada, that the soccer will become a more popular sport than the CFL straight across the country, except possibly in the prairie provinces where there's fuck all else to do. And they don't really play soccer there. Actually, soccer's been pretty big in the prairies, sadly. (laughs) Yeah. I know. And and it is everywhere. And there's there's nothing we can do about it. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. And we have yeah, to accept that and, 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 and deal with the it. Thing, the thing is, they start these kids at, grass, at grassroots level when they're young. I went to my grandson's soccer game this summer in Lethbridge. Okay, there was forty-seven soccer games going on all at once on the same yeah. field. Okay, they must have a so lot of some, space on. That must be a big field. It was a huge field. Okay. It's not regulation soccer fields, of course. Right, but of course these are, not. These are these are seven year old kids, okay? So, I yeah. mean, but yeah, I just I was I was freaking amazed, okay? And it's like, wow, okay? It's cheap. You don't need equipment, and that's half the half no. the battle. And and yeah, parents and don't think they're going to get hurt playing it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Which is a myth. So, Right, and, yeah, of course right. it is. And, but and, when you got families course, now that are trying to pay a mortgage on six hundred thousand dollars, they can't afford right. to put their kid in football or hockey. Well, and they can't afford to put the kid in hockey either. So even you know. even baseball is more expensive than soccer by quite a bit. Sure it is. Yep. A good a good glove, helmets, bats. Yeah, soccer you buy a frickin' pair of cleats and. What, shin guards, and you're oh, good no. to go. You don't even need to buy the ball. No. And and there's a lot of, obviously, like, a lot of new Canadians. The countries they've came from, soccer is a big sport. So, I mean, yeah, no, it's only bound to grow. All those things are valid points. So, soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Bar none. Yes, it always Not has been. Huh? has yeah. been for years. I and I believe yeah. basketball is second. I think. Yes, and why? Because you well, can be cheap. poor and play it. Yeah. Right. Not gonna I lie. Mean, in, in play, 19... uh, sorry, go ahead. In, in 1991, I was in Costa Rica. Every every little town had a school, a church, and a soccer field. It didn't matter how big the town was. If there was 12 people, there was a soccer field. Because that's yes. all they did. They played soccer all day long. It was what the kids do. That's how they kept out of trouble. I mean, how many of these football players that we hear about were down in, in the wrong area of, of L.A. or wherever else, and football saved their lives because they did, you know, they went to school and they, they played the game. Well, basketball is the same thing in, in, in certain places in America, right? It was baseball. You can't say baseball did it the same way, but football was football and basketball. Yeah, for for baseball, it's more it's more cultural. Like baseball is like an old time American game, but 
Yeah, not to get guys out of trouble and stuff. It was more your, your whatever, <clears throat> country boy, preppy type or whatever playing it. But in countries like uh, Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, uh, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, there's kids dreaming to make the MLB playing baseball with a freaking stick and a water bottle cap uh, on the streets. Yep. I actually mm-hmm. saw a good documentary on that, but uh, until you until you guys uh, threw this poll up, I, I have honestly have never even heard of the Frontier League. <laughs> of the what? The Frontier League. It's the baseball league in in the poll. Yeah, that's where the Winnipeg the, the Winnipeg uh, Gold Eyes play in the Frontier League. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. I know what the Gold Eyes are. I just yeah, I don't really follow. I don't. I, the only league I follow in baseball is the MLB on and off, but. <clears throat> So I, I don't doubt this poll is correct. I, I, I might even think that they're, they've already succeeded in that. And if it wasn't, I don't think the Premier League has yet. I'm pretty sure that they because <laughs> they oh, don't draw a huge MLS. crowd. They only draw. No, this is the Canadian Premier League. This is a a, a tier below MLS. Like these guys draw like seven, eight thousand fans. MLS is a different story okay. altogether. Okay, so my question is, is why is this poll relevant? I, I mean, and if you're doing a, an all-Canadian Premier League and an all-Canadian Football League, why is the NFL there? Because they're not all-Canadian. Back 32 teams, there's only six Canadian teams, if I'm correct. And mm-hmm. no, no Canadian team has won it since when? Uh, Toronto won it. Uh, oh, Mon- Montreal like three or four no. years ago. Mon- what? What NHL? NHL. Toronto hasn't won it since nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, sorry. I, I thought you were talking about MLS. Montreal. Last Canadian team ninety-three. Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm begging to see a Canadian team win in my lifetime. <laughs> That's thirty years. Yes, sir. The odds are are not in favor there because there's six teams out of 32. It's been 30, 29 years, and and none of them have won it? Well, it's... Three or four of them should have won it before now. Yeah. Well, not to get into hockey, but there's a big belief that the league doesn't want Canadian teams to win. There's a lot of weird shit that's happened in the Stanley Cup Finals with Canadian teams involved over the last decade and a half or so. Like, Edmonton was close, Calgary was close, Vancouver was close, uh, Ottawa was very close in 2017, and then, what, two years ago, Montreal was in the finals, I believe. So that's a lot of finals losses for Canadian teams. They they don't need to have a Canadian team win the Stanley Cup. No, the fans will always have show a, up. They need to game down south. 100%. 100%. That's exactly why. They don't need Canadian teams to win. And you can if if you're calling it a conspiracy as to why there's no Canadian teams that have won the Stanley Cup, well, you can say the same thing for a lot of uh, CFL games as well. So. Yeah, but Christopher, a Canadian team always yes, wins the Grey Cup. Yeah, Canadian, Canadian team, team always, always wins the Grey Cup. Yeah. 
that's except a, that's 1995. Other than yeah, 1995. Yeah, yeah, I keep on hearing about that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yeah, so. Calgary, Calgary shit the bed that year. Absolutely. Once again, it's because the uh, what was the what was the it's what part, was the Baltimore Baltimore Stallions. Baltimore Stallions, Baltimore Stallions didn't Stallions. have to have a Canadian didn't have to have a Canadian ratio. That's why they won. Um, they didn't the oh. year before, and the Lions beat them. Yeah. The difference must was have the best Canadians. The in, must have the best Canadians. They did. Sean Millington. Sean Millington. There's the reason why Baltimore won was so successful in the CFL expansion to America is because they hired previously previous CFL coaches. And right. players for the most part, too. And, and players. They didn't go looking for idiots who didn't know the rules. They went out and got ex-CFL people. And they came in and came in strong because they're yep. their their little guys were were Americans and strong. Their CFL their Canadian talent was American. Their American Correct. talent was CFL. They Correct. honestly Calgary had no no frickin' hope. There was not a hope in hell that Calgary was gonna beat Baltimore. And it would have been a dynasty if that league continued that way. What year was that? 85? 95. 95. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, 95, I'm jealous really? you guys. Like, I wish I was there. I, I wish I could have saw the American teams playing the CFL. I know the way they did the expansion was horribly executed, ugh, executed, and they had to do it to save the league. But I don't know what you guys think. Like, I don't know. Like, why not have three American teams? Like, still have more Canadian teams, but you need to make it an even 10 or a 12-team league. Okay. I have no problem with them having American teams. Like, I'm not saying go get. I'm not saying go get eight, nine, or 12 American teams. Just get like th- like three. Start with one and work to get three, and then don't get any more. Like, that's perfect. Okay, Rudy, I, I will share with you my philosophy on the expansion of the CFL and why one more team makes more sense than anything. Not three more teams, not eight more teams, just one. Okay? And the reason is we play an 18-game schedule. If you have 10 teams, that means you have nine opponents. That means you play each team twice, one home, one away. Yep. Yeah, that works too. Okay, you don't play Ottawa four times. You don't play anything. You play every single team in the league twice. Once in your mm-hmm. stadium, once in their stadium. Ten teams is the perfect number for the CFL. Don't go any higher. Put one team in the in the America right now, and I would pick. What? Okay, let's do this one. Let's do this one. Either. What te- What city in America would you pick right now to put a football team? I don't know. I'd have to look at college teams and what states don't have NFL teams. I mean, personally, I'd like it to be a northern state, but I don't know if that would work or not. Okay. Can you pick? come up with a city real quick, or do we just move on? I don't know. I, you'll shake your head at me, but I've, I've, always, I've, I've always wished Fargo, North Dakota had a CFL team. 
or even like I would have said yeah. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that would, Charles, that would be. You're gonna say Portland? Yeah, yeah. the, the Tri Cities would be a great area for a team, actually, like uh, Kenwick and that area. William, what are you picking here? What city yeah. do you think would be the best place in America for a football team right now today? A CFL team. A CFL team in America. What American city? Grand, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Love it. Love it. Yep. Want to hear CJ's idea? Sure. I think I know it, but I'm gonna. I want to hear it. Go, go ahead, Charles. Tell me what it is. I think you're gonna say Anchorage, Alaska. I think you're gonna say Baltimore. Nope. 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 Oh. Nope. St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. That's actually good. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. They lost yeah. They lost their NFL team. And apparently they want an NFL team back. But the league well, of course they do. But the league won't let them get one back, so why doesn't the CFL open their, their doors? Yep. And it, and, and, and it will fail. Okay, and I hate to say this because the once the CFL team goes in there and gets successful, uh, the NFL will come back just like they did in Baltimore. That's okay? what happened and in Baltimore. And the CFL team will have the CFL team will have to move somewhere else, and I'm totally okay with that. But the publicity that the Canadian Football League will get will be astronomical. Yeah, take the money and laugh at them. Hundred percent. St. Louis, Missouri is the pick. I don't know. I, I don't know about it, it, you guys. It, it, I think we should be commissioners. Like, I, I don't know why we keep looking into the East Coast when there's no population there, when you got places like that. Yeah, we've got all the CFL's problems solved, so. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love it. Team in East Canada. It's just not possible. Twenty times over, we solved their problems. Yep. And, and and Rudy, you're correct. I would love to see a team in the Eastern Seaboard. It's just not going to happen. It's not realistic. It's a dumb fucking idea. But it'd be cool. Just no, like they wanted an NHL team, but they weren't even getting the fans to support an AHL team. Like you're, it's, football is just not going to work over there. There's not the ball. They just they don't have the population to support a professional sports team. It's it's just not there. Oh, but look at Regina. The whole whole province supports them. Look how famous yeah, it's they a are. different story. A hundred percent, it's a different. That's story. That's not the same thing. No. I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I don't I don't know, and I don't care about the Canadian Premier League. Um, will it be more popular? Probably. Is it, is it because the CFL is losing popularity? I don't think no. CFL is losing popularity. I think they're losing fans. I think they're dying. Um, soccer is becoming more popular. That's the difference. It's the upswing of soccer. It's not the downswing of football. 
I honestly don't think the CFL is losing fans. Like, as in, people have stopped watching the fans. They're not coming to the games anymore. I don't believe that that's true. I just believe that some of the fans are just getting too old to go to games. And that's, that's my belief, and I still think that that's correct. And it, it's so much easier to watch it on TV. And, and the people who were, were in the community where the football games were prior don't live there anymore. They've moved away. I've moved away. I'm five hours away from a game. Not quite, but pretty close. And, and not to cut in, like, I'm, ha- I'm hanging with your swath and CJ, but uh, you, you get a team in America, just one hmm. team. That opens the door to say fuck you to TSN unless they're willing to pay, and, and that opens the door to places like ESPN and, and bigger bigger TV deals. Well, what, ha- what, what the big thing in America is, and, and don't get me wrong, they are huge college football fans, which it's not happening in Canada, okay? Youth sports is not popular like the NCAA is down there. And there's phenomenal amounts of amazing football players that don't make the NFL, NFL, period. They just don't make it. But they come up to Canada, and these fans of these players down there never hear of them again. If you had a team in America and the American media started picking up the CFL, then the people in Texas and Mississippi and Alabama and, and California are now going to go, oh, that's where he went. Look. He's now on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Canadian Football League. Look, it's on TSN. It's on ESPN. It's, it, it's, we're streaming it on Dolphin TV. Uh, whatever it is, right, they're going to start following the CFL because all of a sudden they're seeing all the fans, all the players that they were fans of when they were watching their college games. And they just had no idea where they went. But I still think that happens somewhat now. It does. It- I had a client last summer. They're not getting summer. the publicity. Yeah, they're they're yeah. not getting the exposure that they need to get. We're, we're lacking that exposure. And that exposure would come a hundredfold if there was a team in America. Yeah. yeah. No, that's 100% right. And like I had a client last summer. Um, he said, I'm a big Bombers fan. And uh, I said, oh, why is that? He's an American. And he said, well... Uh, Darwin Ad- or Darwin Adams was my favorite uh, college player to watch, and uh, he was in the NFL for a year and didn't make it. And then I, I, I followed his career, and now he's in the CFL. And he played last in year, uh, Last year, no, not kidding you, last year at the Grey Cup in Hamilton, we were at the Eastern Social. I met some guy who was there by himself had driven up from Philadelphia. Yeah, that's awesome. He just liked the CFL, so he decided to go to the Grey Cup. And you see lots of them. I mean, in our Facebook group, we've got tons of Americans in there. Well, and they're... They're received so well, and they're they're welcomed, and they have a great time when they're in Canada watching football too, right? Where back home mm-hmm. they're just another fan watching the game. Yeah. 
Stamps beat reporter Danny Austin sees no solution to Argo's struggles in Toronto. Is he right, or can the situation be turned around? Why does Danny Austin give a fuck what's going on in Toronto? He should be paying attention to what's going on in Calgary. Well, and just for him typing up general. and saying anything just shows his ignorance on the subject. Slow news day. Unless he's lived there, he doesn't know what's going on in Toronto. 100%. I argue this all the time with, with these fools from the prairies. And, and, and why can Vancouver not support a team? And they have no idea until they live here. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, and you can tell them over and over and over again what the problem is, and they simply do not get it because they cannot wrap their tiny little minds around the concept of the fact that Vancouver is just not a bigger Winnipeg or not just a bigger Regina. That's what they honestly believe, that they're just, okay, Winnipeg's got, you know, 200,000 people and Vancouver's got 2 million people. It's just, it should have 10 times the amount of fans. Honestly, they, not how it works. they believe that. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. I wish it did. And of course, and of course, I'm, in a place like Winnipeg or Saskatchewan, I don't know about Saskatchewan, but I know about Winnipeg, you can get to the stadium from anywhere in the city in probably half an hour. Okay. Yeah. Which, I, I did that poll. Do you Vancouver, remember I did that poll? That, isn't that? Yep. You know. I, I did that I know poll. I never Vancouver went and got the results forever. from it, and I really should. I, I mean, people in, in Winnipeg and, and can get to the stadium in 50, less, less than 15 minutes. I think it was 60 or 70% of them can get to the uh, stadium in less than half an hour. Yeah. Okay. It ain't that way here. Uh, uh, Char- Charles, how far is it from Abbotsford to the to uh, Vancouver International Airport? From here to the airport, you know? you're probably looking about an hour and 15 minutes without right. traffic. Okay. If so, you drive traffic, it could still be a lot more than that. Usually, usually I've been on a couple of trips to Vegas, and my brother usually comes to the airport to meet me just to have a lunch or something like that, and he tells me it's like a... It's a three and a half hour thing for him, right? Round trip, yeah, there, probably probably be round trip, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that's half the deal. We're inside of two minutes. There are no you police know. officers involved. Yeah. If there are no police officers yeah. involved, I can get there a lot quicker. Yeah. Well. But you get kicked off Facebook all yeah. the time. He doesn't. So. No. I, I, I know. You're a bit of a cow. You're a bit of a cow, man. Sorry. You, you, you can't do 140k to, down to Vancouver anymore. Don't nope. they take Don't they take your car away if you get pulled over for that? Yep. Okay. That's why I don't do it. Right. Makes sense. And in Calgary, 140k is 140k is the average speed on Deerfoot Trail. Okay. Yeah, if if, if yeah, we're in the final minute, the speed limit. Are we? Final minute. Yeah, it's nine fifty nine. Oh no, nine seconds. We're out of here. Goodbye. Say good night, everybody. All right. Well, one, good. One, three, good, good night. All right. Good night. Bye.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.